Hey folks, welcome to my special episode of The Projection Booth. I'm your host, Mike White. On this episode, I'm talking with Kevin Monaghan and Nicole McControversy all about the Boston Underground Film Festival. It is currently going on, you guessed it, in Boston. Check out bostonunderground.org for more details and be sure to check out the festival. They're showing some great stuff. There used to be a lot of underground film festivals in the world, but I think you in Chicago, you might be the last one standing. We might be, actually. Yeah. It was founded by David Clyler in 1999, who was considered the elder statesman of new like film in New England and independent cinema. And then just like over the years, he brought on new staff and I came on board in like 2008. And Kevin had been on board like maybe a year or two before me. And we've just been fully in charge of the festival since 2012. What is an underground festival? You know, I, I love trying to answer that question because I think it's just a very relative term to where you are and what would be considered underground in the context of where you are. So festivals like there used to be the New York Underground Festival and they were very experimental, like super experimental filmmaking. Chicago kind of has that vibe and lots of cool, weird indie stuff. Those were our origins, but then over the years, we've kind of been leaning more towards a lot of global genre cinema. So I feel in the context of Boston, which is a lovely place, but maybe just a little uptight. I, I say that with fondness. <laughs> we tried to bring the weird here. So for us, that's what underground is achieving. It's something edgy, something you wouldn't find in Boston. Boston is like, you know, very friendly and family oriented and sports oriented. And we, we're the weird kids who don't like sports. We have our weird film family instead of, you know, regular families. And we like to watch weird, disturbing movies. How did the pandemic affect you? 2020, we had our festival ready to go. And about 10 days before the festival was, was going to start, we had to cancel and that was a very expensive cancellation because we had paid for everything and pretty much everything collapsed. Like all the vendors we were working with, like everyone disappeared. It was just total chaos. So, you know, we lost that year all of our money financially. And then then a really cool, unique opportunity came our way later in 2020. And we were part of five festivals that came together, five genre festivals from different parts of the U.S. We formed Nightstream which was like an online virtual genre festival that was with Brooklyn Horror, the Overlook Festival, Popcorn Frights, and North Bend. And we did a virtual festival. So it was like a total pivot for everyone involved. We combined our forces, all our programming teams. We were able to salvage a lot of the buff programming, especially the shorts. And then we did that for two years during the pandemic. So two virtual festivals. It was wildly different than anything we'd done before. And it was amazing and collaborative and we were still able to connect with our audience here and then connect them with sort of the broader genre film family in the U.S. So that's how we spent the pandemic. And then last year we came back physically for the first time. Where is the festival actually held? So it's held at the Brattle Theater in Harvard Square, which in a kind of funny way you could consider it underground because the theater is sort of technically underground. <laughs> you have to go down like a set of stairs. It's a lovely art house cinema that's been there since the 50s. They show lots of cool art house films, and they've been our home for 10 years. We love them, and they love us. One of the things that I really love about independent film festivals is that they're kind of a temperature gauge. 
for where we are in the art world. Can you tell me a little bit about some of the choices of films this year? And are you seeing any themes or what the state of underground film in 2023? whatever comes our way submitted or screening at other festivals or anything like the films always speak to you like tea leaves there's always some themes that jump out i think of it all as a zeitgeist of what's going on in the world so like a distorted mirror version of a lot of the complex things we as a collective society are going through you know the trauma of the pandemic and so like lots of themes of loneliness family bonds disintegrating trying to like bring families back together Families just trying to like get through stuff together, being torn apart, coming back together, these sort of things. Those are the really general strokes of what reflects what's going on mentally for everybody. This is achieved through a variety of ways like monsters, allegory, metaphor. So lots of really cool, weird, subdued sci-fi, I think, has really come out this year. Things that you wouldn't consider sci-fi but have sci-fi elements. So a lot of blended genres in the program this year. So what movies really lit a fire for you? What were the ones where you're just like, this has to be in the festival this year? I mean, they all are, right? You have to a certain degree. I mean, of course, I'll shout out the very specific ones, but it's like choosing between my children. It's not fair, not a fair question. But they give like kind of a sense, you know, we watch hundreds of movies a year, like as a team. So like for us, the, these were the ones, these were the ones. So they all come with the seal of both approval and high recommendation. But if I have to choose children, and you're really twisting my arm here. I have no regrets. <laughs> I have to say, our Clothing Night film, Rebel, is an incredibly special film. It's by this Belgian duo directors, Adil and Bilal. It is, and they are, you know, they, they've done the new Bad Boys movie. So this sounds like, what? What do you mean? Like, who are these? What are you doing with this film? This is their passion project film. It's... It's about family kind of being torn apart by sort of jihadist recruiter forces and like they go on this really epic journey. So there's a lot of there's a, it's like family drama, but also action. You know, and these directors are a really cool sense of style and swagger with the way they direct. So it's like it's got everything. It's action, drama, high stakes, musical. <laughs> I love blended genres. We love blended genres here above. So um, this is definitely one to definitely like, check out. It's it's kind of flown under the radar since it debuted a can last year. This is the one. My other favorite child is Piaf. This is directed by Anne Oren. It is this is magnificent, weird, erotic, like barbarian sound studio a little bit with Foley artists meets maybe Zoologica, where this woman is randomly growing a tail and it's a liberating experience. So uh, if that doesn't intrigue you, you may not like have a pulse i feel like like come watch this amazing pony woman discover her inner power it's amazing <laughs> tell me about some of the shorts i mean that's one of the things oh, yeah. that i really appreciate about film festivals as well is because you don't get to see those i mean yeah everybody's like oh well youtube it's great for shorts but to have a curated program of shorts and to have several because you've got at least what, four or five blocks of shorts that you're doing? At least five. Yeah, it's usually between five and six. And this is where I would love Kevin to be here to talk more to that because he kind of manages the shorts program teams. But yeah, they are, there's sort of categorical continuity over the years. So like there's one that's like kind of more of a horror comedy themed, one that's animated themed, one that's New England horror, like specifically, so regional horror. We do a music video block that is all genre music videos. 
from near and far. And then there's always like this miscellaneous block that has never like been one particular niche. It's sort of the theme changes from year to year. And we've got a team of about six programmers who watch thousands of shorts a year and put these together and lots of local talent highlighted throughout, but lots of international stuff in there as well. Things that have played lots of genre festivals from Fantastic Fest to Beyond Fest to Stitches, stuff that's brand new, debuting here, getting its festival run start here. Yeah, I don't know. We love shorts. That's where new talent is born and new voices are established. So it's always exciting to have a space for that, to celebrate that, and to hopefully nurture that. We like to support filmmakers throughout their careers as long as we can. There's like a fair number of people that have that are alumni that have been here at the festival before. Also lots of new faces. And the other thing I like about festivals as well is that you actually get to meet some of the filmmakers. How many filmmakers do you have coming in and can you highlight some of them? Yeah, sure. Uh, so like a lot of the short filmmakers come in on their own dime, which is great. I wish we had the funding to be able to support that because I would love that. There is about... 60 who have RSVP'd and are going to be around and they're coming with DPs and crews and, and other different parts of their teams, actors and everything. So, you know, I, I'm going to say upwards of, of around 100 of filmmakers related to the shorts programs are going to be floating around the festival the whole time. And then the festival itself, we were able to bring over direct the director of Spaghetti Junction and the director of The Unheard, which was the opening night film. We bring them all together. We do a social event every night. And that's like, you know, where the magic of networking and, and just summer camp style stories uh, begin. <laughs> hey, we've got the special guest, Kevin Monaghan has joined us, the artistic director of Buff. And Kevin, Nicole was just crying out for you. She was telling me about the shorts programs and just highlighting some of the, the great work that you're doing with those. Short programs are really fun to put together. They're just it's just making like a mixtape. It's just finding a theme, like a theme, just a theme that runs through after you're, you're cold watching for a lot of it. So you're just looking for patterns through what, as you watch each submission that comes in and then just putting it all together, you end up like with something like maybe like two or three hours long that you have to trim down. So then just getting that down to 90 minutes is the challenge. Yeah. What are, are some of the favorites for you this year? Our comedy shorts program, we called it Butter My Noodle this year. Uh, we They have a different title every year. They have, they, we noticed that, like, oh, this, there's a lot of pasta and butter shorts in these. So, like, we thought that was just too good of a title not to use. So that, that was that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, our midnight program, uh, it's, like, just transgressive, just off-the-wall horror, just upsetting <laughs> content. It's called Trigger Warning. That's always fun. I'm really excited about Featured Divinity that's showing at midnight. Uh, it's Eddie Alcazar's new film. Um, Steven Soderbergh produced it. It's uh, just very bizarre um, science fiction. And uh, I'm also excited about tonight, actually, we have a film called Spaghetti Junction. It's a very good independent film. I think it just has a very good independent spirit. It's gorgeous. And the filmmaker is here. And uh, we're just showing it in front of a New England audience is going to be interesting time. And just for clarity with both of you, I mean, these programs run one after another. You're not trying to compete against yourself with two concurrent programs at the same time. 
it's sort of a preference, I think. Uh, we don't like things competing with each other. You know, we want everything to have sort of equal attention and consideration. Yeah, so they like the extracurricular activities, like the parties would overlap. But like, if you want to just like, if you're all about just like the movies, like nothing, you don't have to make any, you know, hard decisions. Uh, yeah. Well, that's when I hear that a Boston Underground Film Festival party don't stop. So that's that's good. Yeah, it's just a nonstop nerd party. Really a cinema nerd party. Do you guys give awards at the end of this? We do an audience awards. So uh, like after every screening, there's a voting slide. The audience awards determine like the best short and best feature. And then the festival directors, we choose an award category. For, it's something where we feel like it needs... It deserves and needs a special commendation. So we do one of those two. And then some of the words, they just sort of change over the years. We've had juries before. Some years we don't. A lot of the awards, though, I think are determined really by the audience reaction for us. How was the opening night turnout? How did that go? I was impressed with the turnout, actually. It was, uh, and uh, I would say most of the way full. I don't know, like when the last time we had anything sell out, you know, in the post-COVID world. But yeah, so far so good. I think, yeah. Yeah. It was a great turnout. <laughs> it was great. The filmmakers are happy. The house looked very full. Very nice, lively Q&A conversation. It's like everyone was all smiles. And the theater has new 7.1 sound. So this movie specifically, just the sound design is like a character in and of itself. It was like, oh, it was amazing. You could hear it outside of the building. <laughs> do you do stuff throughout the year or is it just... A festival once a year. Right now, it's just a festival once a year. I used to have a monthly screening series called Dispatches from the Underground that we stopped doing during COVID and just hasn't restarted yet. I don't know when that will happen, but it's something that we're just like quietly thinking about. Right now, it's just a festival. I imagine that the best deal is to go over to bostonunderground.org and buy a pass. Yeah, pass, pass is like... The ultimate cinephile, someone who just wants to binge tons of movies. It's a very substantial discount if you want to watch tons and tons of movies. Otherwise, individual tickets for each show. That's a totally fine way to go as well. Yep, you can get that through our website or brattlefilm.org. So bostonunderground.org or brattlefilm.org. Fantastic. And I have seen most of the films in the program. It is a solid, solid program. You guys are doing great work and you should really be proud of yourselves. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs>